Good morning, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Friday, March 25th edition. I'll be running this one solo, Santino. We have a nice seven-game slate on the docket. Uh, Tipping off two at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, one at 10.30, one at 7.30, and one at 10. Sorry, I missed a 7.30 in there. Uh, But without further ado, let's jump right into this. First game on the docket, we have the Utah Jazz as four-point road favorites against the Charlotte Hornets with a 233.5 game total. We have ourselves on the injury report, James Booknight, Gordon Hayward, both out, as well as Azabuki, Bogdanovich, Daniel House, and then Hassan Whiteside is questionable. We'll start with the Jazz. They are the away team. Uh, anytime you're going against Charlotte, it's just a fantasy-friendly fun matchup here uh both spider at 9k and rudy gobert are certainly within play at 7-6 a very solid value there uh those are the two guys that i'm targeting the big guys here uh, jordan clarkson if you want a little bit uh less at 6-2 still without bogdanovich that's decent uh, but i don't think we need to necessarily go there <clears throat> Um, Royce O'Neal, possibly another option at 39K. Well, 39K, 3,900. He hasn't been really doing great, uh, but the minutes are still there, and this is a fantasy-friendly matchup. So under 4K, I won't mind taking some shots at him uh, with the, with that minutes in this matchup. Um, outside of that, I'm going to just leave everybody else alone, go off to the big guys, take a couple shots at uh, O'Neal. Maybe if you want to go Rudy Gay, but I don't think we need to necessarily go there either. I'll just stick with the three guys. On the other side of the ball, it's a tough matchup. As much as the Hornets run, uh, they're playing against one of the best defenses in the league in the Jazz here. Um, <clears throat> their prices are pretty pretty good. Uh, Oubre, Martin, those are two smaller price tags that I think we can look at at 3400 for Martin. He's playing minutes in the mid to high 20s there, uh, similar to Oubre, who is 4K. His minutes are all over the map, so he's more uh, volatile than Martin, who's getting steady minutes there. But uh, I don't really want to pay up for any of the other guys in this matchup, despite the overwhelming 233.5 game total. I don't mind running it back with one of those two. If I had to pick one of the big three, I would be Bridges. He's the cheapest, and the matchup is the best for him. Uh, That said, it's still, still a tough matchup. He did score 43 fantasy points against this Jazz team in their lone matchup, so there is some upside for uh, value here to be hit and had. So uh, that's where I would go if you want to spend up and run it back. Lamelo did have a really good game against Jazz in his in the lone meeting as well at 48 fantasy points. He had 21 and 11 double double with six rebounds. Uh, he went eight of 20 from shooting from the field though, so not all was great on that front. Even though he did put up 28 fantasy points. Again, if I'm going to pay up for someone on on this side, Miles Bridges, but. I don't mind running it back with a Martin or taking a chance. Very shot in the dark with Oubre. Uh, Martin is safer. All right, jumping on to the next game at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Washington Wizards taking on the Detroit Pistons. We have a 218 game total, and the Pistons are two-and-a-half-point home favorites. How many times do you say the Pistons are favorites? Uh, We don't have any injury report for 
the Wizards as of yet. Uh, that is because they are on the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, but we do have an injury report for the Pistons. Diallo, Livers, and Chris Smith are all out for this one. I'll start with the Wizards. Um, going to be interesting. We don't know who's going to be in, who's going to be out here. With uh, Porzingis, we know that he's unlikely to play on two ends of a back-to-back. Uh, Kyle Kuzma was ruled out of Thursday's game um, with a knee injury, so he might not be available to go as well. Uh, that changes a lot of things if those two guys are out. Those are the two highest usage guys. Uh, Porzingis is getting a lot of usage even in, I guess, limited minutes. Um, monitored minutes is the word we'll use here. In monitored minutes. And then Kyle Kuzma's been the guy all year. So uh, if those two guys are out, you can get a lot of value here. Uh, one of Thomas Bryant or Daniel Gafford's going to start. Probably Daniel Gafford. Uh, they both get decent time. I really like Daniel Gafford at 3,700. I'll take him. Um, <clears throat> Advia or Rui both might start here. Uh, whichever one does, very much in play. Rui is going to have a lot of shot attempts as one of the only guys that's willing to get his own shot here. Uh, so him at 46 is a guy that I will definitely keep my eye on if, again, Kuzma and Porzingis are both out. Uh, Advia, I don't mind looking at him as well. Uh, the point guards, if one of them happens to miss, then take the other one. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. And I'm talking about Ishmith and Nito, not Zadaransky. Uh But if Kuzma does play... He's in play for me at 8K. If he's if he's fully healthy, he's in play for me. And I'll still have some shares of uh, Rui and uh, Daniel Gafford. I don't expect Porzingis uh, to give this one a go. All right. On the other side of the ball, though, we have the Pistons. And <clears throat> we have uh, a decent matchup here. The front court might be all tangled. We don't know what's going to go on with the Wizards there. I just mentioned there. Porzingis and Kyle Kuzma don't know if they're going to be playing or not. Again, I don't think Porzingis will, but maybe. I don't, I don't know how they want to play that, I guess. Um, and then you have Kyle Kuzma, who just missed the game. So uh, his, he's certainly questionable coming into here. With that said, um, Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Stewart, kind of split in the minutes there. Uh, so both of them are can get value, but the upside is limited uh, to where they're where they are so I'm gonna leave both of them alone uh, Grant and Bay are kind of priced a little too high for me I don't mind either of them I would prefer Bay but they're both a little high uh, cut Cade is a guy who I wanted to target uh, but he's all the way up at eight seven now he was last game but I thought it was gonna drop a little bit for only putting up 38 points but still eight seven in this game I'm probably not gonna have much exposure to this side of the ball it's a very uh, everybody priced very reasonably and the game total is one of the lowest of the night so I'm going to leave this side of the ball alone and only go after Washington if people are out which I expect at least one and there could be a lot uh, too. On the next game of the night we have 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Golden State Warriors taking on the Atlanta Hawks. We have a 2.20.5 game total and the Hawks are 2.5 point home favorites. On the injury report, John Collins, Steph Curry, James Wiseman all out. Andre Iguodala is questionable. For the Warriors, uh, Jordan Poole, again, is a guy we can continue to look at. He's just putting up fantasy points, scoring the ball at will. Uh, he had nine assists in the last game, six assists the game before that. 
He played nearly 40 minutes in both games. I just missed it in the last one. He's getting a lot of time running the offense. There's no Steph Curry, so continue to fire him up. This is a great matchup for him. And um, Looney at 4,700. He's he's playing good. Uh, outside of a two-game stretch there against Orlando and the Spurs, uh, where he didn't play much, he's been really, really good outside of that. In the last game, he had only two points, but 16 rebounds. Uh, maybe we can get eight points from him in this one, and that'll bring back some nice value there because we know the rebounds are there. We know the defensive numbers are there, and he's pitching in a lot of assists. Uh, again, take out those those two games that I, I mentioned, um, or the last two games, he's getting about four or three assists at the minimum in, in a eight, five, six games before that. Um, he's been really good all around. Uh, so Kevin Looney is a guy I'm thinking about. And the Hawks have a uh, have Capella. They have a double O. So Looney's probably going to play a good amount here. Uh, and then Otto Porter Jr. is another guy you can, you can take a look at. Uh, if his minutes continue to play in the upper 20s, uh, he is a hit-or-miss guy that we can take a chance on. And with back-to-back -back games of fi at least 15 rebounds and, and 14 points, uh, he's starting to put things together. So keep an eye on Otto Porter Jr. as well in the value range at 4,600. On the other side of the ball, I would have loved to see Steph and Trey again go at it, uh, but Steph is currently hurt. Um, Trey Young is averaging or, at, or scored 47 fantasy points against this team in his lone matchup on 20 shots. Um, he had 28 points, 9 assists. That's pretty much where we're what we're getting from Dre. I don't think the matchup is that bad uh, that we have to avoid him, um, especially with John Collins out. There's just extra to do. And speaking of John Collins being out, uh, that makes me like, you know Gallinari's going to start. You know Hunter's going to get extra minutes there uh, playing the four. Uh, Bogdanovich is going to get extra minutes off the bench while they bump everybody down. Uh, it just helps everybody a little bit. I do think Okungwu is within the value range territory here. Uh, four to the last five of the last six games, he's had at least 22 fantasy points, playing really solid basketball here. Even in the limited minutes, uh, he can do that. He might get extra minutes in this one, uh, depending on Capella, if they're running too much for him, and, and Looney sits a little bit as well. So keep an eye on that. I think Okungwu is in play here at 3,900. Uh, Trey Young is in play at 10-7, even on a bigger slate. And uh, DeAndre Hunter is a guy I'm, I'm a little bit keen on here. Uh, the, the upside's not huge, but this could be a matchup where he gets the advantage here. Uh, maybe they play him at small ball four or five a little bit. He's going to be playing small ball four. Uh, so keep an eye on him. I don't think it's great, but he's on the ver edge of my player pool here. All right, first game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the New York Knicks taking on the Miami Heat. Uh, we have a 215.5 game total, and the Heat are 5.5-point home favorites. On the injury report, it's a long one. Uh, we have Butler, Hero, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, P.J. Tucker, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, all questionable, along with Oladipo. Gabe Vincent, Nerlens Noel, Cam Reddish, Derrick Rose, Kemba Walker, all out. Yes, a lot to cipher through. Uh, it's very tough to talk this game because I don't know who's going to be in, who's going to be out. We'll start with the Knicks. They are the away team. Uh, their entire front court is questionable. Randall and Mitchell, both questionable. Uh, Randall missed 
last game. He hasn't played in, this would be the sixth day. Uh, don't know if he's going to play. Mitchell is questionable for this one. He sat out Wednesday's game as well. Uh, don't know that this is this is going to be tough here. Uh, if if Randall misses, we can look right at Obi Toppin, 4,500. Uh, Toppin played 40 minutes against the um, Hornets the other night. Had 47 fantasy points, 18, 11, and 6. Again, that was another start for the guy here. Um, and he's just been extremely, extremely good anytime he starts the he only had 24 fantasy points against Atlanta in that in that start, but um, he still played 24 minutes. Uh, 10 points, 7 boards, 3 assists. In, he's had four starts this year. Two of them were about that 24-point fantasy point range, and two of them were blow-up games, like last game. Uh, so it is what it is. You get what you get. And if he's starting, uh, he's probably going to play 30-plus minutes here. I don't see another 24-point perform or outing from him especially if Mitch doesn't play either so Obi Toppin is certainly in play without Randall and Jericho Sims it becomes in play for me too maybe Taj Gibson still draws the start uh, but Sims did on Wednesday and he responded with 10 points three boards and an assist in 26 minutes I uh, was perfect from the field against the, the Hornets um, I said Bobcats I hope Will's listening miss him um, I expect a little bit better from him he's been pretty decent when he does play and even in a tough matchup like this, he should get a good amount of minutes. As long as he doesn't get into foul trouble, which he did, uh, this is a slower-paced game, so hopefully he doesn't. Those two guys we can certainly look at with Toppin being the far superior play here with the upside. And then um, I like Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly at 5,300. This does shake a lot of things up. Even if everybody plays, I still think Quickly is playing a lot of minutes here and getting enough time, uh, minutes in the 20s-ish. And he's scoring in double figures constantly. The assists are there. The rebounds are there. Um, 5,300 is not a bad price tag. He can hit 33 fantasy points in this matchup. So uh, those are the guys I'm looking at. Uh, R.J. Barrett becomes a just focal point of the offense, even more so if there's no Randall. So you can take a shot at him at 8,400 as well. Um, but I think we have other options. Uh, it also depends on who's in for the other side of the ball because that defense might not be great. Uh, but the heat is just loaded. We have to know the injury report on who's actually in and who's actually out. It's just a laundry list of all their guards. Again, Hero, Butler, Martin, Robinson, Tucker. I guess not all their guards, but a lot of people here. A lot of starters, a lot of everything. Um, so it, it's I don't fully know who's going to play. I like them this is a very good matchup for who actually does play um i can see them just resting jimmy butler here and maybe they do rest tyler hero as well that means gabe vincent hey um you're not going to take advantage because you're also out oh caleb martin would take advantage but he's questionable too so it's just it's it's tough um max Struss only 3800 he's he's not on the injury report he's not questionable nothing um i think we can look at him right now and then just assess assess what happens with everybody else because I can't imagine Butler, Hero, Martin, Robinson, Tucker, all of them are joining Oladipo and Vincent. They they don't have enough bodies to do that. So some of these guys are going to give it a go. Uh, Tyler Hero at 6,300. If he plays, thank you. I like that. Especially uh, Butler, if you don't play, Tyler Hero becomes a fantastic mid-range play. Uh, Caleb Martin, if those two miss, yes, fantastic play here at only 3,600. Uh, so I really like whoever's in, whoever's out here. Butler, if he does play, don't hate him, but I, I don't think he, they need to run him to the ground like they did against the Warriors where he played 41 minutes. 
Um, probably won't go at him at, at 8,100, but everybody else is in play for me. Even Kyle Lowry. If everybody does miss, uh, Lowry is just going to have to play, and there's 40-point-plus potential there for him uh, in this matchup. So this is certainly a one that you just got to keep an eye on. I didn't mention Bam because uh, it's mostly the forwards, wings guys that are all beat up, but Bam's a decent play at 8K as well. Uh, there's just a lot of value to go around, and if a lot of these guards do miss, Bam's going to be initiating more of the offense, so uh, keeping that in your pocket as well. All right, jumping on over to that other game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, we have a 227.5 game total, and the Wolves are 1.5-point home favorites. On the injury report, Davis Bertans, Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr., Theo Pinson, Jaden <clears throat> McDaniels all out, and Carl Anthony Towns is questionable. We'll start with the Mavs. Uh, Luca, we'll just go right to the top. It is one game against the Mavs. He played um, against the Mavs against the Wolves. He played 37 and a half minutes, and he only put up 38 and a half fantasy points. He shot five of 17 from the field. Uh, rough there, yes, we know. I don't expect that to happen again, um, but I don't know if I necessarily want to just throw 12-1 there uh, to see if he gets a huge bounce back there. I think we do have other options, and we'll see one in the late game that we can go. Um, but if you have the money, I mean, there might there's a lot of value on this slate. If you have the money, then why not? So that's something to think about as well. Um, without Bertans, we should see a little extra Josh Green, but I don't think we need to go there. Or our Marquise Chris, who's recently returned. But I don't think we need to go there. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith at 5,300 is is a guy who's on the on the cusp of my player pool. Uh, he's just in there in three games against the Wolves, or he's scored almost 30, an average of 35 fantasy points, which is some good good value there. So um, he's a guy you should be thinking about. If there's no Towns, that does help Dwight Powell. Uh, that does help Maxi Kleba. Uh, but with Towns, I don't really want to play them. Um, for the most part, Finney Smith probably is is likely the only guy I'm really looking at on this side of the ball. Uh, maybe some chances at Dinwiddie, but I don't love the price tag at 3100 there, or at 77k there. Um, on the other side of the ball, Towns' availability is crucial. Uh, if he doesn't play, then Nas is going to get the start, and Nas is going to do really Nas Reed things. Uh, when he gets a lot of time, the last time he played 24 minutes was against Miami on the 12th. He put up 36 and a half fantasy points with a double double, um, and the game before the last, the time before that on the seventh when he got over 21 min, uh, 20 minutes again, he put up 37 and a half fantasy points. So we know that the points are there uh, if he's getting the time. So that definitely keep an eye on that. And it's only 3600, so take a chance. Um, if Towns does play, maybe they ease him in a little bit. Maybe Nas Reed still gets extra minutes. So if you want, if you're feeling risky, you can also just try and take him there as well. Um, Russell and Edwards, they're decently priced, uh, but they're both not too high for me. Uh, this is a tough matchup against the Mavericks. Uh, their defense is very, very good, uh, and both these guys haven't been playing great lately. I know Edwards is playing, but that knee condition is, is always something in the back of my mind uh, where I'm not really going to have much exposure to any of these guys. I, I'll only go after Nas Reed if he's there. Uh, Towns, if he does play and he is healthy, he's averaging 
uh, 48 fantasy points in three matchups against these guys. So he's, he's another option that you can think about, but you don't really need to, to just explode off there uh, and, and go to this. It's going to be a grinded out, tough out game uh, on both sides of the ball. Jumping on over to the next game, which is going to be a completely different atmosphere. We have the Houston Rockets taking on the Trailblazers. Uh, we have a 235.5 game total, which is the highest of the night, and the Rockets are 3.5 point road favorites. Uh, two of the worst teams in the league right now. And on the injury report, we have nothing for the Rockets. And the Blazers, Eric Bledsoe, Josh Hart, Joe Ingles, Damian Lillard, Nasir Little, Didi Lazauda, Anthony Simons, Justice Winslow, Joseph Nurkic, all out. I'll start with the team that has nobody on the injury report, and then we'll go to the team that has everybody on the injury report. But the Houston Rockets, uh, pretty much all these guys, <laughs> I, I know that's an easy thing to say, but pretty much all these guys are in play. Uh, 8200 is a solid price tag for Christian Wood. Who in the front court do the Blazers have? Uh, Drew Eubanks, Trenton Walford, Gre uh, Greg Brown. There's, there's not really much in the way there in that front court. Um, so, yes, Christian Wood, certainly in play. Kevin Porter Jr., he always seems like a bargain at 6K, and he still is. Uh, he should be playing minutes in the 30s in this matchup, and I don't see anybody on the other side of the ball that really imposes. Uh, Jalen Green, if you want a little bit of a discount. He has been up and down, up and down in his last couple games here, uh, but 5,600 is not a bad price tag against he had a lot of success in college um, and summer league. Pretty much what he's going to go against here. So, yes, he's another guy to that you can look at. Schroeder, 4,600. He's getting minute. He's getting minutes. Uh, minutes in the 20s here. He can easily – he's good against second units, and this second unit is like a fourth unit. So, um, yeah, I think he can have some success here. In two games against Portland, he's averaging – 39 fantasy points in just 26 and a half minutes. So uh, Dennis Schroeder at 4,600 is a guy who probably not going to have much exposure to or, or people aren't going to have much exposure to, uh, but should. That's a really good play there, a sneaky good play there. Uh, K.J. Martin, another one, 3,500. Um, with everybody healthy, it's not as exciting um, as a Schroeder for 1,100 more, but it's something you can think about there, uh, even a Jay Sean Tate. At 4,200, his minutes have been down, uh, but he could he could bounce back in this one. With that said, Wood, Porter, Schroeder, Jalen Green, those four I'm looking at in that order, um, and even you can put Schroeder ahead of Porter if you want to for that discount, uh, and that's where I'm looking. On the other side of the ball, it's kind of a similar thing. There's, most of these guys are out, um, and right now they just have Hart, they have Simons. They have Winslow. They have all these guys listed as questionable, um, but they're listed as out on the injury report. So we'll see if that updates right now. That's that's good for us. Uh, that's good for us. Um, but with that said, like Eubanks, Williams, Watford, they're all in good spots, but they're all a little pricier. They're all near 7K now. Uh, you're, you're going against the worst team in the league, so I, I can see us going there, but I, I really like Chris Dunn. Um, he's done, yes, pun intended, a lot since he's come here. Uh, he's playing minutes in the mid-20s, and um, he's only had two games under 24 fantasy points, or 22 fantasy points, I forgot, I wasn't counting the last game. Uh, 4,500, that's some solid value there. And uh, those those two games, one of them was the first game he played all year. So 
You can discount that one, and that was his lowest minute total. On the rest, he just had a bad game against Detroit. He shot one of eight from the field. But outside of that, he's been really good. Uh, so the maybe the upside isn't crazy because he's not playing minutes in the 30s. Uh, but at only 4,500 in this matchup, yeah, he's another very solid option. C.J. Ellerby, 4,200. He should be starting in this one, probably. Uh, Josh Hart's not going to be in this one. Uh, Justin Swinslow's ruled out right now. Those two guys, uh, he, he should play 30 minutes in here and, and be pretty solid. Greg Brown is a fantasy guy that I really like, and he had a good game in the last one. He had 7 points, 14 boards, 2 blocks. Uh, he has a penchant for getting some stocks when he gets the minutes. Uh, if he's going to see another 27 like he did in the last one, there's some something to like there at only 3,400. Uh, Keon Johnson, another guy who should be playing a decent amount of minutes without Hart and Winslow here. Um, but I think Chris Dunn is my is my favorite play per dollar on this team, uh, even if he doesn't play 30 minutes. I think LRB has some upside here. Uh, those two would be my fa- my preferred plays. Uh, but it's a toss-up. We'll see what the injury report does, if they change it or if more people are out. Uh, it's kind of crazy. All right, jumping on over to the last game of the night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have... The Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. We have a 222.5 game total, and the Sixers are five-point road favorites. On the injury report, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Norman Prowl, Jason Preston, Jay Scrub, Jaden Springer all out, and Robert Covington is questionable. We'll start with the Sixers. They are the away team here. Um, If Embiid is, and this is the scary thing that they're late, because uh, it's getting to that point of the season where these guys should just be missing games, and they're probably going to wait till the end. Um, and and Joel Embiid is him and Harden. They said they wanted to get him rest. They really haven't. Uh, so I don't want to get a fast one pulled on over me, especially if the rest of my lineup is good. But Joel Embiid in this matchup, he had 68 fantasy points in in the previous meeting. Uh, James Harden in two meetings against the Clippers, he's averaged 76 fantasy points. Uh, so both these guys, to me, are certainly in play. Harden hasn't been as as Harden since he's joined the the Sixers. So uh, if Embiid did miss and you had Harden in your lineup, that's a huge bump there. But I prefer uh, Embiid here. I think he can put up nearly another 70 fantasy points here. Uh, Tobias Harris against his old team, only 6,900. He's starting to, to play better. Back-to-back games of over 34 Fantasy points here, he's under 7K, so that's some solid value. And he's done it three in the last five games. Uh, against his former team, I do like him here at this price tag before it possibly gets back to the mid-sevens. And that's probably it. Um, unless somebody misses or something, this team is pretty much all healthy right now. Uh, so we'll just see if anyone gets that surprise quote, I should say, surprise rest. Uh, on the other side of the ball, not not a lot of like if if they're playing uh the Sixers are fully playing the defense is tough uh and a lot of the guys are are priced up uh Zubots 6100 is a decent price but I don't want to do that against an Embiid um uh, Terrence Mann 5500 I think we have some other options though I'll keep him at the edge of my player pool especially if Covington misses that helps him uh a bit more here um and but there's really not much else here that I'm uh too interested in on this side of the ball all right That'll do it for tonight's podcast. Uh, I, I guess before we can go, I can throw out, <clears throat> I can throw out my favorite player tiers. Uh, usually, I throw it to the other guys first, then I go. But there's only me, so I will throw out one of each, and 
I hope you like it. So let me start with my favorite high-priced play of the night. I like Donovan Mitchell against whatever the Charlotte Hornets uh, pace they choose for the night. It is always a fantastic pace, and I want to get a piece of that. Um, we'll split. Hmm, we'll split the middle out, and we'll go right to the favorite. Um, well, value play. I couldn't think of the word there. And I'm going to stick with Obi Toppin. I think Randall misses one more game. It's that time of the year. They're pretty much out of the playoffs. Uh, so Obi Toppin at 4,500. That could change, obviously, if he doesn't play. I think there's a lot of value on the slate. And uh, just go back to people I was throwing out there. Uh, but I have a feeling Randall misses again uh, because it's they're, what is he playing for right now? So Obi Toppin, if he's going to get that workload again, boom, let's take it. My favorite... Mid-tier play of the night. I didn't mention a ton of mid-tier, uh, but this guy is, is dependent on injury, and he's in that same game, Tyler Hero. Uh, Jimmy Butler might not play. The Knicks are kind of look like they're packing it in, kind of. Um, Tyler Hero is only 6,300. If there's no Butler and there's a lot of other injuries on that team or questionables, uh, Tyler Hero, love him at that price tag. Uh, but again, that that's another injury-dependent, but that's fantastic play if there's no butler and he does play all right uh that does it for tonight's podcast as always thank you for tuning in uh, do check out all of the other offerings that we have all throughout sports ethos and have a fantastic night we'll catch you again tomorrow peace For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 